listeners, welcome to another episode of the Kids Ministry 101 podcast. Jana Magruder and I had the opportunity to sit down and talk with several different thought leaders at our at our last Etch conference, and we specifically focused on family ministry. And so I wanted to set this episode up uh, a little bit differently because it goes uh, somewhat beyond the scope of kids ministry and talks more about how we can serve the whole family. So enjoy this episode recorded at Etch with Jana and I talking about family ministry. All right. Hey, let's record another podcast. How's it going, Jana? Going good. We're about, are we three quarters of the way through Etch? Um, I don't really know. You don't really know? It feels like we're in a time warp in this building, and so I don't know what time it is. So I don't are, really know what day it is. We are marathon podcast recording. So yes. while you are listening <laughs> to these podcasts days apart, we are recording them back to back to back to back. <laughs> That's right. At the Edge Conference in Nashville. Yes. And it's chaos. It is. It, like in a beautiful way. But I'm kind of distracted right now because my view right now of downtown Nashville is of one skyscraper where there are window washers hanging by ropes who are washing the windows. And that's going to distract me, I guarantee you. So there's guys, like I multiple guys look. on different ropes, and it looks a little bit like a race. They should be either repelling down really quickly or else climbing up. But Something. Whatever the case. Anyhow. Something. Keep me on, keep a me on track. random. Okay, yes. We, we are at the Etch Conference. We are sold out. We've got 1,200 plus people who are here at the Music City Center in, in Nashville. Eating ice and cream. We, yeah, we just had a big surprise ice cream break. They didn't mm-hmm. know it was coming, yep. but coffee and ice cream. And so everybody is sugared up and caffeinated right now. Right. Including me a little bit. So we bit. can last. A little bit. <laughs> so I... Oh, something just fell over. See, this is why we're telling you listeners where we are, because you're going to hear all kind of stuff going on. That's right. And you just need to know we're at the conference. Here's the deal. You should be at the conference. That's right. Maybe you are. I mean, you could be at the conference right now and listening to this in the future. Potentially. That's a little bit of a back to the future kind of a thing where you could be now and there. However, chances are, if you're listening here to this, you are not at the conference and we want to invite you to come. That's right. Because we're going to be back here next year. But do not delay. So we'll be back here next October and every October, Lord willing, yes. we'll be hosting this conference. It is the Etch Family Ministry Conference, and we are bringing together preschool, kids, preteen, student, and family ministry leaders, and influencers and thought leaders from all over the country. Yes. And it's awesome because you get all these people together, and it's super fun because we're kids and student people and family people. But our leaders, the people who come who are are leading our breakouts and who are presenting from the main stage are some of the most phenomenal people that I've ever met in ministry. And one is sitting right next to me. I know. and She's kind of my favorite. They've already read who she is, but she's silent for the moment. (laughs) But we're going to get to her her in just a moment. We, we, we will, we will. So, But come to Etch because it's a great thing. You can find it out is. more at etchconference.com. That's etchconference.com. And do not delay because no, it could sell out. Because it did yeah, sell out. It did sell out. So yeah. if you were here right now, you couldn't get in. That's right. You have to stand outside. and wait. Although, we just had this free ice cream and stuff. And I know there are other events happening in the Music City Center. See some and strangers. I'm pretty sure I saw a couple of like <laughs> firefighter guys who were here eating our ice cream. They deserve it. So they, hopefully they're serving in ministry in their local churches and their environments. They're serving their community. Speaking of serving her community, yes. how's that for a segue? Oh, great segue. Oh, that hey, Jenna, really what's, me. what's a segue? It's something that you stand on and you get a tour of downtown Nashville. See, I was going to say, I don't know, five or ten pounds? Hey, boom. Okay. Hello, Darina. How are you? Hello. I'm wonderful.
wonderful. Oh, you guys just are hilarious. It's so are entertaining. We? I mean, really, we are. When you give us sugar and caffeine oh and you turn us loose with all these people, yes. we're a little hard to stop. Oh, my. Well, so we're me waiting. Too. We're going to hope you can meet us there. I will absolutely meet you there because I have had my sugar and I have my coffee on the table. So, oh, good. you know what? It's on. It's on. <laughs> well, you and your husband has a, have a really cool church here in Nashville. Strong Tower. Yes. And you guys are known uh, for being distinct and you're doing some cool things mm. and you are leading so many of us uh, towards a, a better place for the church to be in terms of our multicultural aspect. Yes. And so we want to hear from you. You've got a new book we want to talk about and you're about to be on stage here at the Etch Conference for a session tonight. Yes. So we want to hear from you and then we need to turn you loose so you can go and talk to the whole big group. Do sound sure. check. Yes. Yeah, we'll, well do that next. shout out for Strong Tower. Yes. <laughs> love to Tell love us about our... Strong Tower. How did, you, how did you start this church? Where did you get the vision? How did the Lord make this happen? Well, it was an unlikely thing. My husband used to be a Christian rapper, and I'm a pastor's kid, so, you know, that's certainly not Did he have, the, like, a rapper persona? Uh, he did. His what, what, what group was, was his? called Transformation Crusade. Okay, I will be you Googling MC. or YouTubing that. Yes. What was it again? Divine MC. Okay. Cool. And he is actually working on new music, so that'll be oh. you know, the next year. We learn be, on the podcast. There'll be an EP out. That's that is a so new exciting. EP that he has done. All right, good. But maybe uh, we'll yeah. sell some records while we're uh, here. That'd be awesome. He would love that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's where we, what he was so doing. That's what he was doing. That's what brought us here. Their record company was here in Nashville, so that's what we came down here to do. Our life plan, twenty almost five years ago, was he would travel and be maybe be a little famous. Although you know we wouldn't say that, but you know. Do great things for God. But use music. Use music. Do yeah. that music. And instead, we moved here as newlyweds, and they lost their record contract. So here we were in the land of cowboy boots and country music <laughs> uh -huh. and confederacy, and mm -hmm. we are like, God, why would you bring us here? For what? And unbeknownst to us, there was a Presbyterian church that had been praying that God would bring a black man on their staff to um, come alongside and help serve. They were ministering to a predominantly wow. black community in yeah. the um, neighborhood region of their church and they just began to feel convicted that it needed to have more representation and we were the answer to their prayers and we began ministering in the community of franklin with them and god began to bring people together at that presbyterian church you know us as a baptist raised couple yeah. god was breaking down our denominational boxes seeing god was bigger than what we knew um, we're ministering to families and kids and we just saw God crossing all the lines and really forming the body of Christ before us and so in 1995 we said yes and Chris and I planted he is the senior pastor me as the first lady which is a black church title for the <laughs> pastor's it. wife okay, of like just that. honor and uh, <laughs> we started strong tower and we just celebrated 24 years so wow, it's crazy crazy but God has been faithful and you have moved, right? You started in yes, Franklin? Yes, we started in Franklin, and then about six years ago, we moved just north of Franklin into Nashville, into the heart of Nashville, and uh, just continuing to, you know, draw people together to really experience, you know, it's Jesus prayed that his will will be done on earth that is in heaven. Yes. Mm -hmm. So we feel like we get to have a taste of heaven every Sunday when uh. we come together across our races and our political lines, and mm -hmm. we have different cultures, and we have different life experiences. But you know, equal footing at the cross, and uh, we get to learn from one another and lament together yeah. and grow together yeah. and really experience the beauty of community. So it's awesome. I love it. Wow. Okay. So, Dorena, you are also an author of some amazing books, and I really want to talk about those today. 
Um, tell us, first of all, about the first one that you released. These are books for children, so that's near and dear to my heart because I collect children's literature as a I former elementary school teacher, and I just can't ever give it up. Oh, My kids too. are not elementary anymore. I don't teach anymore, but I love children's literature, and your books are not only beautiful aesthetically, but they have a beautiful message. And I would love for us to unpack each one of those messages. So the first one that you released is colorful. Yes. And colorful is spelled with two L's at the end. That's right. So unpack that for us. So colorful is a beautiful celebration of God's handiwork. Mm. And it is a corrective to the notion of teaching kids to be colorblind. That is very popular with yes. some people because they think that's the best way to handle race is right. we're just colorblind. We, we just we don't see it. We, don't see we say we don't see it. And so I think people mean they mean well, well by that. they mean well. And so this, you know, if you're going to tell people not to do something, then you need to or you should give them something that will Replace help. Replace it with a positive. Replace it with right. a positive. So colorful says Look, we do teach color. We teach yes. them when they see the green peppers. We teach them when they are eating their fruit. We teach them when they're playing with bubbles. They see the colors around them because it's God's handiwork. Yeah. And so we and our different colors are also God's handiwork. And it's a beautiful thing. So it's it's been really fun to see people grab a hold. It's like you see the light come on and they go, oh, they've been taught something that seemed well-meaning, that seemed to be the best way to handle our racial differences, and when you tell them there's a better way that's God-honoring, that's biblically-based, yeah. and that really helps kids understand how to see and celebrate, because they see it. You know, yeah. people say, well, children don't see color. It's like, I beg your pardon. My one-year-old could see color when he was learning exactly. that the grass was green, and when they're yeah, mismatching blue. clothes, yeah. they see color, right? So we say that because we don't want them to talk about racial difference, but colorful yeah. helps helps in a way that's that's God honoring, glorifying to him. Mm. Wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I think it's a great book for us as adults. If you're like me and you collect children's literature or if you just want to pick it up and read it as a message to teach yourself, because I think that's where it begins so that then you can have intentional conversations um, with your children. For you who are church leaders, um, we can have intentional conversations with the kids in our midst, with the families in our midst. Mm -hmm. and. Darina has given us such a beautiful way of doing that through this book, Colorful. So thank you for that. Mm, absolutely. Well, I, you know, my newest phrase is that I write children's books that adults need to. Yes. Because the kids are open. They are curious. Mm -hmm. they, we hand them what we know. And so a lot of it really does start with us unpacking, why have we thought these things? Is this what we were taught or is this what we picked up along the way? Yes. Um, and so, like you, I love kids' books, but I'm finding that even in the form of a child's book, it's, it's just like Jesus spoke with parables. He used simple truths right. to, to give and convey powerful messages. Right. And I feel like that's the mantle that I have. Mm. And so adults, I have adults who buy the books all the time and I'll say, is this for a child in your life? And they're like, no, this is for me. This for me. And I'm like, that's awesome. Because if we can get it, if we can get the kingdom like a child, which is what Jesus right. called us to. Then and it's in a disarming way. That's right. Well, kids' books really are family books. That's right. Because kids don't go out and buy the book. Kids aren't, they're not going to seek it out and bring it home. But they will pick it off the shelf and say, Mama, read this to me on the couch. That's right. right. It's at bedtime. That's right. And so it's really, this is, a, this is a message for the family. Yes. That this is something that we need to be talking about, regardless of whatever each of our race or ethnicity 
Right, we need to, we need, or wherever we, uh, we need to be intentional as parents yes. to make sure that our kids are seeing content like this that's, that's uh, redeeming uh, the beauty of God's creation and how he's made us all different. That's exactly all right. That's exactly right. Yeah. Well, and thoughtful in the same vein, it really explores, you know, our beautiful friends whose bodies may work differently, yeah. who may have um, a disability, there may be a special need. And it's another conversation that a lot of times we aren't giving kids tools on how to handle difference. So you're, so you're talking about your follow-up title. The follow-up one, Thoughtful. thoughtful. Again, spelled F-U-L-L. That's right. And that message is to explore, like you were yeah, saying, that those differences. And again, mm-hmm. giving kids tools instead of saying what's wrong with that person or, mm. curi- you know, kids are curious, right? We all, every teacher I know wants and encourages curiosity. We just don't give them the tools to answer those curious things that they're curious about or to answer the questions. Yeah. And um, and unfortunately, then some of them grow up and they, they will go towards bullying. And again, we, we've, we've not filled those those questions with God's truth and I keep honing on that you know Psalm 139 14 we quote it we wear it on our t-shirts but we can really teach that to our children through simple children's books that says we all we have different parts but we are we are all wonderfully made however our bodies work and um, honoring those you know honoring those who often get overlooked Um, you know I remember you were on a panel last year and something that stuck out to me was um, you saying that we need to give kids language. Yes. And that Mm. was so profound to me how we as adults, as ministry leaders, as parents, need to model the right language that leads to the right thought patterns and things like that. Yes. And again, that's on us. That's Mm -hmm. on us as parents, as kids ministry leaders. You know, in my sessions, there are grandparents, there are aunts and uncles. You know, we are influencing children in our churches in our homes, in our neighborhoods, in our schools. Um, virtually all adults are influencing children in some way. And so if we can learn some good language, wrap our mm. minds around um, how do I speak in a way that's honoring, yeah. um, where maybe I've not been taught that. So for a lot of us, it's confronting our ignorance, which is, of course, not so easy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. we need to do it. It's, it's, it's the way of the cross, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, and then graceful. Tell us about yes. graceful. Graceful is really the story of, of me unpacking my bias, as I shared in my sessions, around people who are walking in a chapter of homelessness. And I was confronted years ago with my bias, thinking that there was a single story of mm. people's reasons for being homeless. And when I began to learn that children are affected by homelessness, not having a safe and secure place to live. And our school kids are walking in homelessness and people are in our churches and they are walking in homelessness. And so it's a story that really upholds um, the beauty of community, of sharing what God has given to each of us so that we can grow in grace together. So again, it's using really good language that that uplifts. That's not shaming people in poverty or who may be from a different home, um, home life or homeland. Um, and it's it's been sweet to just see people spark conversations and even begin to to go there yeah. with with their kids. I love that so much. Um, can we just have a pause real quick and talk about, this popped into my mind. Did you all grow up in churches that had church libraries? Oh, I mean, I remember the church library was like a little tiny 
Okay. Cl- like little tiny room yeah. where the old lady group met for Sunday school <laughs> at our church. That's what it was like. I'm trying to remember if my church had one. I don't know library? if my church did. Okay, my current but, church actually has a library, but all the churches that I grew up in had church libraries. And my mom would let us go and check out books before service. And that was our entertainment during service. Um, because we had no children's church or really anything good like idea. that. It is so, a great yeah, idea, though. Except for when my brother just picked out one and opened it up, and the book was called "I Wonder, I Wonder." So, so let your imagination just <laughs> oh, go dear. a little bit. <laughs> he opened that up, sit next to my mom. Is it a C.S. Lewis book? It was yeah. not. It, it was. It was a picture book uh, about, you know, Let's, our wonderful bodies. Where were we going with this? <laughs> and the mother thing, was Jenna? like. Oh, Fearfully and wonderfully made. Yes. And so that ended our church library experience for a while. Mom had to be more super, you know, she had yes. to supervise which books yes. we not got. Not to judge all church not libraries have, everywhere. Right. Not to have the birds and the bees talk in church, right. you know, with your four-year-old yes. um, who just checked out a, a colorful book. So anyway, that just popped in my mind. I am sorry. Not but colorful, church, the book. Not colorful, right, the book. Right. Now we're really no, no, no. getting yes, to yes, <laughs> No. Where were we going with this whole because thing? Because I was thinking of all these precious books being in church libraries because yes. church libraries are still out there. They right? are. For sure. And how I've, wonderful would that be? I've had people who bought them and said that they are, and I've signed them to their church communities, and it fills me with joy yeah. because so often they will say, you know, our church is diverse or God is bringing yes. people who are of different cultures, different ethnicities, different walks of life, and they get that it's important for them to see representation. You know, yes. that's one really good, you know, language tool. Yes. Kids need to see representation. So children who Absolutely. have, you know, bodies who work. They need to work, see themselves. They need to see themselves. The that and that's yes. racially. That's kids with different abilities. That's kids from different walks of life. Yes. Um, most children's books, I have found out, um, feature animals. Oh. And I love my sweet little dog, Lulu. Nothing against animals, <laughs> <Yeah>. but hello, <laughs> can Lama we Mama? get some representation <laughs> yeah. of different ethnicities yeah. and um, all the beautiful people God made? Yes. So it's kind of my mission. Like, I am going to just give representation, give some great kingdom messages with the values that I wanted my kids to have growing up with the representation that was often hard to find. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a great endeavor, and well, I'm so glad you're the the gal for the job because I think oh, you're doing such a great job. Thank of, you. Um, even just at this conference, so many people learning and growing, and um, and then beyond this conference, of course. Um, you know, I follow you on social media. That's a great place for our listeners to start learning from you. Is just I, to follow you on social media and learn about the things that you, um, the the conversations that you are forging mm, in a great. Mm beautiful way appropriate way not mm. not in a um in a um, in a very disarming way really like your books mm. so thank, thank you, you for that thank you for saying that mm. we've had, i i have a, an adopted family and so i have two boys who were born in ethiopia and so our family is uh is diverse and conspicuous and I, I can so see how books like these can help adoptive families as well yes. as they try to talk with kids and help them understand how they can look different from mom and dad right. and still be so special in who God made them to be exactly who they are and exactly how they are. Yes. And so for us, I wish I had these books a couple of years ago, but I'm so thrilled that you have written these 
and mm-hmm. I can see how they're going to touch so many people. Well, thank you. And that, that's such a passion of mine. I've had a lot of adoptive families, um, white families who have adopted kids of color yeah. who have reached out and they are so affirming and thankful that they have tools that are helping them yes. and helping them honor um, the heritage that their children have yes. and not, again, have this colorblind or we don't see our differences, but teaching them to honor who they are, who God created them to be, yes. and the family that God has called them to be a part of. And again, it's such a biblical thing. It's it's not hard. We've just not always done the body of Christ. And I'm speaking as a pastor's mm. kid and a pastor's wife, you know. So I'm, I hope to just walk in that redemptive path where, you know, families like yours, families who are, you know, in communities, churches that see God bringing the nations to them. Yes. Um, they recognize that God is calling us to go forth, but he's also bringing to us. And how do we steward well? How do yes. we love people well? How do we not just say they're welcome, but show them through simple things like the literature we have, the language that we talk about, the way that we celebrate, that, that we include them, that we ask them, how can we honor you and celebrate you? What could we do better? Um, and be prepared for them to, <laughs> to even, you know, share those things with us so that we can minister to the whole body. So... Well, we are so thankful that you stopped by our little podcast table here, our studio at um, Etch. So we're kind of doing live podcasting here. And we're so grateful that you've joined us again. Would you come back? I absolutely would. Oh, you have Y'all to. are a joy. Yeah, we're, you're one of us now. And we're we, guaranteed to have sugar and caffeine and ice cream. Sugar no, and caffeine. Gotta and have so it. listeners, you need to get here to. too. Yes. It's in her writer. Yes. We'll put it in. Okay. The books, again, are colorful, <laughs> thoughtful, and graceful. And we will include links in the show notes for this episode where you can find those books. You yes. can get them anywhere books are sold, I'm sure. Of course, we would love you to find them at lifeway.com. And church libraries. Yes. yes, and get them <laughs> yes. for your church libraries. Right. Yes, Get yes. them for your friends. And, your uh, schools, and, if possible. That would be awesome. And for your schools. Yeah. And your local library would be awesome, too. Let's get these books everywhere we can. Yeah. So thank you so much for your time, Darina. Listeners, thank you, thank you for listening. And we'll, we'll talk to you guys later. See you next time.